0: again minister Curtis Griffin I want to thank you all for joining me on this beautiful Friday morning I thank God that he brought us through a whole week together and I thank God that he has brought us through this fast together amen I thank God and I praise God and I worship God For the privilege of life Because we know that tomorrow is not promised to us And we also knew that today wasn't promised to us But I thank and I praise and I worship God For the ability and the gift and the privilege of life Listen y'all We have prayed for Political holiness. We have prayed for the hypocritical spirit. We have prayed for forgiveness. We have prayed for deliverance. We have prayed for everything. But there are way more things that we can pray for. Listen, because... The Bible says... But the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. So that means even though our righteousness is as, is as filthy rags, our prayers still make it to the Father in heaven. I, I really hope somebody heard that. I'm going to say it again. Even though our righteousness is as filthy rags, mm-hmm, Even though our righteousness is as filthy rags, our prayers still make it to the Father. I'm not one of those people anymore that say, you got to get saved and I haven't gotten saved myself. I'm not one of those people anymore that say, you have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Even though I know deep down in my heart that I have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Life is not a game. Every time you see on Twitter or on Instagram or on TikTok or on Facebook or YouTube or whatever other social media platform you use, Snapchat, uh, that somebody else has died. Every time you look on there and you see the letters R-I-P. Those letters, they, they... they 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 kind of hurt because you know that time is limited we're just down here i love what i love what this pastor told us in in one of his sermons a while while back he was like we're just down here visiting we're visiting cuz our home is in heaven so so he was I was like every time you see somebody say R I P and somebody else's picture is there that just know that just lets you know that their visiting hours have been cut short. Their visiting hours have ended. You know when 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 times like this come into play or times like this happen it's like well when's my time you know you see everybody else passing away well when is my time and God has said you won't have a premature death Mm-mm. The devil won't catch you. The devil won't get to you. The devil can't get to you as long as you're under his covering. Because the Bible says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, God will raise up a standard against it. So if the enemy is starting to come into your house like a flood, God has already declared in his word. And he and He also declared in his word that he watches over his word to perform it. So he's already watched over it. And he already saw that the devil was going to come in like a flood in your life. And he already knew that at this point in at this time and place at this hour God he was going to raise up a standard against it now in my sanctified imagination I think of it as waves like in the ocean when the enemy comes in like a big old wave on your life God comes in like a bigger wave to stop that wave from getting from getting to you Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me let me let me rephrase it. When the enemy comes in like a big old wave in your life, God will come in like a bigger wave to wash you to the shore. Let me say it. Let me say it a, a different way. When the enemy comes in like a big old wave in your life, God will come in like a helicopter to come and swoop you up before that wave comes and drowns you. I think I to say uh, A whole different other way God will come in Like a helicopter And come and pick you up Or God will come in Come in like a big old wall and stop the wave from even getting to you. Am I am I making sense? Am I making sense when the enemy comes in like a big old wave in your life? When things don't seem like everything's gonna go right, when things don't seem like when things don't seem like they're gonna turn around in your life, God will come in and stop the enemy's plan in his tracks. When the enemy comes in like a flood of dangerous toxins in your life god will be that vaccine that comes in and keeps and fights off oh my god and fights off all the things that have been trying to get to you When the enemy comes in in the form of a pandemic, oh my Lord, when the enemy comes in like in the form of a pandemic, God will be that hedge of protection over you, over your household, over his people, so that way his people can still take his word and put it out, the word of truth, the word of faith, the word of hope, the word of prosperity. The word of getting saved, the word of repentance, the word of forgiveness, the true word, the true gospel of Jesus Christ. He will protect you. He will keep you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me? That even though this pandemic is going on God. Even though the enemy has came in like a flood through this pandemic God. Even though uh, even though the enemy has come in like a flood through social injustice God. Even though even though even even, uh, I think I think I need to add one word in there. Just one word in there. Even though the enemy has come in like a flood. In the midst of this pandemic, but God. Even though the enemy has come in like a flood through social injustice, but God. Even though the enemy has come in like a flood through political systems, but God. Even though the enemy has come in like a flood through through uh, natural disasters, but God. I'm ju- I'm just trying to, I'm trying to tell you that it's not just God, but it's but God. When the spirit of death, when you when you forgot to anoint your house with the blood of christ god but god but god but god when when uh, when when things in when things in life did not seem like they were going to be better than what they were but god when things did when things did not seem like when things did not seem like everyone things did not seem like it was going to turn out right but god when things did not seem like it was going to change the trajectory or change for the good but god when Am I making sense? Am I making sense to you? When things did not seem like they was gonna be better than what they were, but God. When things did not seem like they was gonna turn out right, but God. When your uh, let me talk to all of the parents out there. When the when your children, when your children did not see, when your children did not, uh, when your children was not acting right, but God. When you when you had, be honest with me. We are gonna be honest in this podcast. When when you when you honestly did not have no faith in your children, but God. When sometimes. When sometimes people got on your nerves so bad at the job, and 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 you and you was on the verge of of losing your mind. But God, when things and people and places and 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 and, and, and things, when when people uh, have gotten on your nerves in the church house. But God, when, when am I making sense? I I don't want this to be falling on deaf ears. I, 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 I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. I don't have time for that. I have learned in the 15 years that I've been on this earth. I have had to learn that it wasn't but me, but it was but God. It was it was not me who helped you it was god that helped you it was not me that took me out of of suicidal thoughts it was god that took me out of suicidal thoughts it was not me that rose up a standard against the enemy it was god that rose up a standard against the enemy it was not me who ordained me as a minister it was god who ordained me and called me to minister the gospel of jesus christ it was not me it, it was not me who did who did who did good things in life. It was God that that did good things in my life because God is the only one who is good. That's what Jesus even said. He said, Why are you calling me good? God is good. God is the only one who's good. and I've had to learn in the 15 years that I've been living here on this earth that even though the world even though the world is waxing is waxing worse every single day god is still going to be the same yesterday today and forevermore even though even though this fast is getting to me even though this fast is getting to my head god is going to raise up a standard against the enemy even though even though the enemy may come into your house and start and start tormenting you, God will raise up a standard against that tormenting spirit. When things in life do not seem like they're going to turn out for your good, God even said that, God even said that he was going to make it work out for your good. He, he said, I was going to take, he said, I'm going to take, I'm, I'm using CJV version, CJV, you already know, I've already said that many, many times, CJV version. God said that I'm going to take whatever the enemy has done to you, I'm going to take whatever the enemy has done to your family, I'm going to take whatever the enemy. Has done to your children, I'm gonna take what the enemy has ever done to your coworkers. I'm gonna take what the enemy has ever done to your teachers. I'm gonna take what the enemy has ever done to your to your friends, and I'm gonna turn it. I'm gonna make it a full 360. And whenever I turn it, I'm gonna turn it, and it won't be worse, but it's gonna be better. God said I'm gonna turn it around for your good. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the impossible do the unthinkable in your life and you're wondering Curtis why why is it when every time I feel like I'm going to go, I'm going to move forward in life. Why is it every time I feel like I'm going to move forward in life, the devil always has to come at me with something else. I come to tell you today, I come to tell you today that God has said in his word that in this life we will have tribulation. So guess what? That, does, that, that, means, that means that we will have the enemy coming at us every single day, especially since we're believers in Christ Jesus, especially. Jesus were believers in Christ Jesus then and only then uh, then the devil always now is putting us on his radar he said okay so sister such and such who used to be a part of my a part of my kingdom now has left me and abandoned me to go with to go with my used to be Head, which is st- he's still the head over me, so I-, I can't do nothing. So what he's trying to do now, he's trying to admit or administer torment upon you to get you back to his kingdom because now he wants to make it seem like, this is this is for all of my new Christians, the devil wants to make it seem like it's God who is administering this torment upon you, it is God that is ending people's lives in your family so quickly, it is God that is doing this, it is God that is doing this but I'm telling you today that God is good because Jesus declared that, that God is good and guess what, the enemy, the Bible says every good and perfect thing comes from God. So guess what? Since every good and perfect thing comes from God, it's only in God's will that these things happen. So I have learned, I have had to learn in my 15 years of living on this earth that even though uh, times may get hard, even though people may get tired of me, even though even though I may get tired of people, I still have to accept the fact that i I am a child of God, and I have to understand that the enemy is going to come at me with everything that he has just to try to get me to to leave God, to leave Jesus, and to go back into the kingdom of darkness, which I don't want to do because the Bible says that he brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light, and I personally, I love the light. I love the light as a matter of fact I sleep with my lamp on I can't sleep without in total darkness I've done it one time and I said never again because I have I have learned that since I was brought out of darkness into his marvelous light I know he's talking about spiritual but I'm 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 in the physical I'm coming physical He's talking about spiritual. I'm talking about physical. He told me, I, he brought me spiritually out of darkness into his marvelous light. And now since I'm spiritually into his marvelous light, I'm going to now be physically in the light. Most people are like, oh, you scared of the dark. You have to sleep with a nightlight on. No, I'm not scared of, I'm not scared of the dark. I'm scared of what is in the dark but then I had to remind myself that God didn't give me the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind so guess what since i have power since i have power over the demons that may be lurking in the darkness, in the shadows of the darkness, I have now learned that I have power over them. And I can now say, well, since you think you have power over me, let me tell you about a person named Jesus. Let me tell you about somebody. Let me tell you about somebody who actually brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light. Um, uh, I ain't got time for witchcraft. I ain't got time for witches. I ain't got time for warlocks. I ain't got time. I ain't got time for for evil people in this season because if you are oh my god because because god has said that witches even have a chance to repent even jezebel listen to what i'm telling you even jezebel in revelation 19 i believe it is uh in revelation 19 i believe it is jezebel even had a chance to repent Jezebel even had a chance to repent and she refused the chance to repent for all of her wrongdoing. So now, so now I'm trying to get out of Jezebel's camp because, because God said in Revelation that, that, my God, that, that since Jezebel did not accept the chance to repent, now, now every her and every one of her children are now laying on their sick bed will die on their sick bed so i'm telling you right now that since god is the only one who is good i'm trying to turn you back to where you used to be when you if you are a new christian i need you to Deafen your ears to the devil and start hearing, opening your ears to God, opening your heart to God. See, see, God, uh, God said, I give you a choice. I give you a choice. And, and he said, I give you a choice between light and darkness, good and evil. And he is hoping that you choose light. But then he also says, choose this day who you will serve. I'm talking to all my new Christians. So if you chose that day, when you repeated that prayer, when you heard this podcast and you heard that, 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 that this podcast was teaching about real stuff that happens in real life but it also goes biblically when you have learned now when you have learned now that the enemy is going to come in and try to take you back oh wait wait did he ever have you Ooh, wait a minute, hold up, wait a minute, hold up, wait a minute, let me put some, let me put some Jesus in it, because, because, because when, when God, when God says, when God says you were, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you, I, I'm gonna put, I'll put me in it for a minute, he said, Curtis, before you even, before I even formed you in your mother's womb, let's go even further back, before you even thought about being even conceived into your mother's womb, I knew you, I had provisions and plans for your life already, I already had you in, I already had you in the spirit, I already had you in my, I already knew where you was going to be out in life, I already knew, I already knew what you was going to do in life, and because of that... And because of that now, I have sent you on this, on this, on this journey with this, with this, with this podcast. I have now sent you here so that way now, uh, now you can learn more about me as you're teaching people about me. Oh, trust and believe. Through this fast, God has been dealing with me about about me being a hypocrite, about me being about me being a a, a, a ver- very a very wishy washy. He used to uh, he used the term. Uh, I believe it was. Uh, Oh, lukewarm. He used the term lukewarm, and I was like, Lord, do you? I, I don't think I'm lukewarm, God. And He said, Yes, you are lukewarm because because you are teaching people. Yes, you're teaching people the truth, but you are but you are not doing the truth. And I'm just like, Oh, God, why you gotta be so deep like that? Why you gotta be so deep like that, God? Ah, I can't can can we just converse for a minute? I was like, God, God, why why, why you gotta be so deep like that? You ain't had to hit me like that. <laughs> I just was like, nah, you ain't had to hit me like that. But he was like, Yeah, you are being lukewarm. You have a lukewarm spirit. And I'm just like, oh. I'm just like, oh. Golly. And then I had to, and then, and then I have to do what the Bible says and examine myself, and examine my works, my works were good works, I did everything in the church, I was teaching, I was preaching I was singing, I was about to help in the the technology ministry but you know, the Lord ain't blessed me there he blessed me there, uh, you know in doing things at home, but but you know what, uh, camera camera stuff and stuff like that eh, amen but but like, he, he I was about, I was doing I was doing good works, but then whenever i come home and be behind closed doors when Oh my god, when the sun was set and the blinds were shut and, and the lights was off and the camera stopped rolling. What happens? Real life happens. And then and, and I had to I had to examine myself and I was like, Curtis, why are you so lukewarm? Why are you so hypocritical? You foolish but sometimes you just got to some and I know I know I know I know cuz I know how that feels when you when you start talking down on yourself but when you start talking down on yourself about things that God has already spoke to you about it's like second nature. So to me, to me, can I, can I just talk about me for a minute? To me, I'm telling myself, you foolish person. Why would you do something like that? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You're being lukewarm. Even though you have said you are not lukewarm, you have lied to the people. You have done real wrong things, crude things onto the people. Can we just be real on this podcast? You have done foolish stuff on the, on under the sight of God and yet God is still faithful and he's still merciful and still gracious to wake you up in the morning even though you should even though you know good team well that you are not even worthy of being woken up in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even though, even though God has done so much for me, he has also had to, he, even though, even though God loves me, he still has to tell me the truth. Because guess what? There are things that God cannot and will not do. And what's that? Well, we, we all we all know that God can do anything but fail. But there are other things that God cannot do. God cannot lie, God cannot God cannot commit adultery, God cannot have lustful feelings, God, come on, somebody. There are things that God cannot do. And even and even then, when God cannot lie. God got a sense of humor. He he be telling, he be doing some crazy stuff. He be doing some crazy stuff, telling some crazy jokes and stuff. I be like, God, why you gotta do that like that? Why you gotta do me like that? <laughs> and then and then, like I, I I I'm just conversing with y'all today. I'm just conversing with y'all today. And then it's like y'all, when God convicts your spirit, it's just like, whoa. God, why you got to say it like that? Well, I, I know I've been hypocritical. I know I have not been doing things that were that were uh, displeasing in your sight. But I thought that if I just repent, I'll be all right. But truth be told, there's another area of repentance. And that area is called true repentance. Oh, yeah, there is repentance, there's regular repentance, and then there's true repentance. Let me let me let me make sure I tell y'all this before I get off of here. There is an area of repentance that most people do not like to walk in, and that area is true repentance. And what are you talking about? True repentance is where you are actually saying, Lord, I am sorry. I I am a sorry being. I am sorry and Lord, forgive me for I know not what I do. Instead of just waking up every morning, Lord forgive me, I am sorry, I forget. Do, do you see do you see how different that is? There's a whole area of repentance that we have not that we have not yet understood and that area is true repentance. And if we we say, yeah, I repented today. No, you didn't repent today. Did you repent truthfully? Because because look, because in your heart is where the true repentance comes from. And I'm not gonna make this a 30 minute uh, thing. But in your heart, we'll 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 cover this in a in future uh, podcasts, uh, future episodes. But in your heart is where true repentance comes from if you are not repenting true truthfully oh my god if you're not repenting truthfully in your heart then and only then then it's like what what, you're just wasting your breath it's like it's like it's going straight to the ceiling coming right back down It ain't even go higher than the ceiling Come on now. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you now that that there's another area of repentance and that area is and that area is you know what? I don't even care. We can make this 2 hours. I don't care. We going we going to cover this. That area is true repentance, y'all. That area is true repentance. And if you and if you have not fully repented true in your heart now 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 I don't need people I don't need people telling me that yeah I repented truthfully from my heart and you know good to you well that after after you done listening to this podcast you're gonna be you're gonna be going off somewhere and you're gonna be uh committing uh sin and truth and can we be truthful on there can we be truthful on here w- yes after this podcast. After this podcast, you are so right. everybody goes back and they go sin. So guess what happens is God is slowly transforming us, be he transformed so God is slowly transforming us into the image of His son Jesus. And the Bible says also to remove the veil and start mirroring the actions of Jesus or or mirroring the heart of Jesus. And so the Bible also says, be ye transformed by the renewing of our mind. So God is slowly transforming us and renewing our minds and giving us his Holy Spirit. So that way, so that way we can officially repent with our heart intentions in mind. Am Am I making sense? So, so, so. So if we, if we want to really repent, we must first seriously examine ourselves. We are always talking about, you need to get saved, you need to get saved, you need to get saved, but have you, have you examined yourself? Have you, oh, hey, have you examined yourself? Have you done? Have you done? Have you looked in the mirror at yourself? And and now now that, that brings us to a whole other point. Have you looked in the mirror at yourself? I mean, people will be like, yeah, I looked at the mirror at myself. No, no, not like that. Spiritually, have you looked in the mirror at yourself? I have a mirror in my room. And... I look in that mirror, and I'm like, okay, you're looking good, Curtis, you're looking good, but then I just, I blink a few times, and I'm just like, Curtis, you're looking ugly, can I, can I be real, Curtis, you're looking ratchet, your spirit is not right, why are you, why, why are you about to get up behind a pulpit and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ with your spirit like that, don't do that don't don't do that and sometimes y'all sometimes 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 whenever I look at myself like that I just that that's 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 how I examine myself and I'm not saying you should examine yourself by saying uh harsh words because everybody examines themselves differently trust and believe everybody examines themselves differently but i'm saying that the bible does declare that we should examine ourselves which means look beyond our flesh you may have a whole bunch of cologne on okay so let's let's do this let's do this so during this quarantine people putting on makeup putting on their wigs not taking baths and you know you know we, we ain't trying to fan nobody but people not taking showers and stuff maybe one day out of the week, they be like, ooh, I stink, and they go take a shower, but, 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 like, y'all, y- 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 y'all know good too well, anyway, but if you know you haven't taken a shower, but you know that you also want to go to the stove, go get your favorite ice cream, but then after that, you also want. You also know that you gotta go to the store and go get you some vegetables, and, and go get you a couple two three TV dinners, and, and you know to get you get get you a couple two three stuffs. Amen. So, think about it like this: If you stink, but you also want to smell good, but you also don't want to get in the shower, what you would do is. Spray cologne or perfume or put some type of good smelling lotion on to make your body at least smell okay. Put some deodorant on. But truth be told, I've learned and my grandmother told me this all the time that you cannot put good smelling things over funk. Over stench. You cannot put good smelling stuff no good old deodorizer and 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 good old perfume or cologne or good old lotion on your body if you stink and that's what i'm talking about when i'm talking about examining yourself when you examine yourself you you are a filthy stinky person and what you need to do is get in the presence of God, which is which I call that the shower. You need to get in the shower, aka the presence of God, and ask God to clean you, cleanse you, purge you, get all that mess, that gunk, that nastiness, that stench off of you. Why? Because you cannot be standing before people talking about the, thus said the Lord, and your spirit is stinky. Am I making sense? So you cannot be standing before people talking about this is, this is what God has said, and this is what the Bible says, and this, that, and the other, and your spirit ain't right your soul ain't right. So that's what God had to God God exposed me. God exposed me. He just he was just like going ham. He was sometimes Sometimes if you if you watch YouTube, there are YouTubers talking about this thing called Karen's. There's like those Karen's out there. And Karen's are are mainly those people that always are short-tempered and all that stuff. And I was like, God Sometimes I was like God, you're being a Karen, and God was like, oh, well, I'm the same yesterday, today, and furthermore, so amen, so so, like, God exposed me, he removed the veil and was like, go look in your mirror and tell me what you see, and I was like, ooh I was like, okay so I went and I looked in my mirror, and I was like, I see a nice, handsome guy that you created, and he was like, blink a few times, and then tell me what you see, and I was just like, oh that's, that ain't, that ain't I, that is not I, not I, not I, and, and, and I had to, I had to, I had to learn, I had to learn that during this pandemic, everything's being exposed, Everything's being exposed. People who are disobedient are being exposed. People who are obedient are being exposed. Your friends are being exposed. Everything is being exposed. Your foes, your haters, your fake friends, your real friends, the people that you say you love, the people that you say you like, everybody being exposed. And because of the simple fact that everybody is being exposed, now you see the trueness of people. And then that goes back to your spirit. Are you a true person? Are you true? Are you true? And and I want you to go look in your mirror and tell God and ask God, God, am I true? Am I real? Am I doing what you have told me to do? Am I doing what you have called me to do? Am I doing the will of God for my life? And if not, I need something else to have, I need the shower. I need to get in the shower. And I need and I need a cup of two, three bars of soap, which is the Holy Spirit. And I need it to clean me. I need me a good wash rag, a nice warm shower in the fire of God. And I need I need the Holy Spirit to clean me. Cause I can't be standing before people with a sinful spirit. I can't be standing before people uh, and talking about thus saith the Lord when my when I still have not repented for my sins. When I still have not asked for forgiveness for everything I did the, the day before or the day after. Or that night. Sin seen and unseen. Not I. I, want, I don't want to be the one that, that God says depart from me you worker of iniquity. I don't want that. Shh. On the day of judgment, I want to give my account for everything that I that I have done. And I also want to say, Lord, I know I have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But, but listen here. But I have repented and I have turned from my wicked ways. I may have done the same sin multiple, multiple, multiple times. But God, I have repented. And God, I have asked you for your forgiveness. And I am covered in the blood of Jesus. And Satan is behind me. And he won't be able to get in front of me. Because the spirit of God is already in front of me. I am not the same person anymore. When you are baptized, it's, it's an outward expression of your inward confession. I love that. I love that. A, past, a pastor or, or a minister, I forgot I forgot what, what their title was, but they, they told me that. It's an outward expression of your inward confession. When you are baptized in the water, you, uh, you have already confessed in your heart. And, and you've, already, you've already confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. So now you are expressing it to the house of God, saying, I've already made this confession. And since I've already made this confession, now I can fully say I am a child of God. But does that mean that you won't sin? No, because every day people are sinning. Just like every day you see somebody on Twitter or somebody on Facebook or somebody on or somebody on TikTok saying R.I.P. Every day you are sinning. And that's the reason why every day you have to have a spirit of of, a humble spirit and a a forgiving heart and a repenting heart. Y'all, it's time to repent. But minister, I've already repented. But did you repent truthfully? Did you repent truly in your heart? People are like, God, God knows my heart. That's an excuse for Christians whenever they sin. Yes, God knows your heart, but God also knows the God also knows your head. God also knows every hair that's on your head. God also knows how many toenails you're going to grow. God knows how many fingernails you're going to clip off. God knows how many God knows your fingerprint. God knows what your future holds for you. God ain't, God is not a horoscope. God is a microscope. I have, learned, I have learned that microscopes are very big and they look at very small things. Now, 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 let me explain what I mean when I say God is a microscope. When a microscope looks at a certain object, it goes further, further than the surface level. Let me let me say that again. When God, when 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 you look at a microscope, when you look into a microscope, it goes further than the surface level. When you change the uh, the uh, little lenses on it, it goes even further than the surface level. And I have learned that God has has been. The microscope in my life looking beneath the surface. Now what are you talking about? The surface God knows my heart (laughs) the surface is what's on the outside the surface is what's on the outside listen to what I'm telling you the surface is what's on the outside and I have learned that God goes beneath the surface And he looks even past your heart. (sighs) He looks even past your heart to get to where you need to be in the spirit. He already knows your end from your beginning. But he also said that I have already written your story. And, 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 And whenever I think of God, I think of a microscope. And when you think about it, I need, I need y'all just to bear with me for a minute. When you think about it, the microscope, yeah, it goes beneath the surface. But look, on the microscope, there are little things on the side that help you, that helps it focus. <sighs> My gosh. It helps you, it helps you, it helps it focus so that way you can see what's beneath the surface. I have learned in my 15 years of living on this earth that not only is God a microscope meaning meaning when he looks at you he doesn't look at your he doesn't look at the surface he looks beneath the surface but I also have learned that when he looks beneath the surface he focuses on the true you huh wait a minute he focuses on the true you And when the true you comes out, it really shows who you are supposed to be. In the spirit, you're supposed to be this person who is wealthy. In the spirit, you're supposed to be this person who has children. Or you're supposed to be this person who is famous. But right now, you are this person who has settled... For the enemy, you have set who you have settled for what the enemy has thrown at you. Now you have settled for what the enemy has put in front of you. Well, I'm just gonna play with the hand that I was dealt. No, 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 no! no. I know a God that can change the hand that you were dealt. I know a God that already knew the hand that you are going to be dealt in this time and the time before that and the time before that and the time before, and the time before that. I knew, I know the God that can not only know the hand that you were dealt, but know the card that you're going to play. Wait a minute. So, so, how does this tie in with God being a microscope? It's just my sanctified imagination, y'all. God is not really a microscope. God, when God looks at you, He doesn't look at your skin complexion. He doesn't look at your eye color. He doesn't look at He doesn't look at how big you are. He doesn't look how He doesn't look at how swole you is. He does not look at how he, my God. He does not look at how fat you are. He does not look at how skinny you are. But he looks beneath the surface and he finds the true you beneath the surface amen so how does this tie in with true repentance god knows if you're repenting truthfully or not because guess what he's looking beneath the surface it's the surface he's looking beneath he's not And when you think about it, when God has shown up in your life as a microscope to look beneath the surface, listen to what I'm telling you. When God has looked beneath the surface in your life, there's a whole lot of things that you know that you've done. that, And, and he knows that you've done behind closed doors that nobody else knows that you know that you're going to have to end up repenting for. So in my closing, in my closing, I'm closing when I say, (laughs) I'm closing when I say this. We have to learn how to repent truthfully in our hearts. We can't be hypocritical people that say, oh, you got to repent. You got to say you, 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 you. And God revealed to me that it's, it's sometimes me, 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 me. That's doing all the bad stuff and I'm over here telling people that they gotta repent you know what I'm saying I'm over here convicting people of their sins when when I should be talking about my, myself oh do you know what I'm do you know what I'm saying so we have to learn how to repent from our heart truthfully And in our repenting, we have to examine ourselves. And when we examine ourselves, we find out that there are some other things about God that we never knew about. And in in learning more about God, we grow grow closer to God. Amen? Amen. So, God bless you, God keep you, is my prayer. Hallelujah.